Hello, this is Michael James Benson. This is the um, podcast. I almost said game show. Uh, top-notch nonsense. Uh, a genre film review uh, podcast where my wife and I uh, exchange different uh, movies that neither one of uh, one of us has seen or the other person hasn't seen. While and neither neither of you, Miranda. Right? I mean. No, what was the last thing we watched? We watched Serial Mom? Yeah, like, probably about like five years ago or something was like that. Five that. years ago? Gee whiz. Yeah, it's, um, anyway, uh, before we, j- uh, j- uh, jump into that, um, real quick, uh, thoughts, if any, on the Munsters that we saw last oh, week, right? after When we wanted to, now, the Munsters, I really, I thought Rob Zombie was going to do something interesting with it. That's, it's a new thing on Netflix right now. And honestly, it didn't impress me. It had me chuckling about how silly and how serious they're, they're taking this, but it just wasn't that good of a, I was just bit bored other than yeah the the production design was great the costumes were great for the most part it looked great but i don't know i think some of the characterizations were a little off the writing fell flat a lot of the time and it was way longer than it needed to be important Uh, so if you're going to watch that and you shouldn't but if you're going to make sure to be inebriated with some sort of substance because yeah because those jokes really worked on me because i was high out of my goddamn mind and I was like, oh, that's funny. I re- I like that. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning, but yeah, we both got It just got a little slow at the end. Just got a little slow at the end. There um, just wasn't that much of a plot. No, there wasn't. And they didn't really set up. And I didn't, I didn't even I knew the characters. I didn't really care about them. I feel, whatever, who yeah. gives a shit. It's, it's just, you know, Herman and Lily meet. Grandpa, who's not grandpa yet, doesn't like Herman. I didn't realize it was going to be a prequel until, like, yeah. the last third of the movie where they say, oh, okay, we're all going to go to Hollywood. Yeah, okay, fine, great. Go to Hollywood and find so, out. I mean, show. that at least makes it make sense why... Some sort of sense. Why, well, why Eddie wasn't involved, which is kind of a bummer because he was a fun character. Yeah, that's one of my favorite... But, yeah, but but then, like, okay, how does Marilyn move in with you? I kind of want I kind of wanted to know how that came about and where she was from and what happened to her phone. But they didn't do that. I mean... There were so many things that Rob Zombie could have done that, yeah. you know, I don't know, I don't know. In the past uh, week since we've last, uh, spoken to you, um, the hi- I think the uh, highlight or something that really jumped out to me in the past uh, week has been the uh, Jean Benet uh, thing <laughs> that I saw, which is a dramatization of uh, what happened? Uh, what happened to a, a six-year-old uh, six girl, and how his uh, parent about her parents probably uh, you know covered uh, parents probably covered up a, a murder that their son did to their daughter. Did that come out this year? No, that this thing is from the year two thousand. Oh, so okay. it's very, it's very, it's very. Um, it's very uh, it's it it feels very um movie of the weekish oh, yeah. type of thing and uh while that uh while that's good and it just uh it, it it goes through the machinations more less of the murder and more of like bureaucracy of like y- people yelling at each other no this is how it happened oh you're wrong i'm not going to tell you that thing well i'm going to tell you this thing and fuck you and 
you know, miscommunications and shit like that. It is quite good, but it is, uh, it's very sensationalistic. Another great sensationalistic movie I saw this, uh, this week that really, really stood out because I watched a lot of stuff was, um, Eye for an Eye, which is something I think we should rewatch together, uh, which is 1996. Oh. Sally Field goes after her, the man who killed who raped and killed her daughter and it's very very um exploitation-esque very movie uh, exploitation movie of the week because and it has a certain type of uh exploitation uh conservative politics that's like unusual to see in a mid-90s movie and it's directed by john schlesinger who did midnight cowboy and huh (laughs) yeah anyway uh Anyway, back to uh, that and the other great uh, thing I watched, uh, the other interesting thing I watched was uh, Hugo Pool, which was a uh, directed by Robert Downey Sr. and stars Alyssa Milano and um, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Sean Penn and Malcolm McDowell, some of your favorites, you know, and uh, it, that was... That was very much an interesting riff on all, uh, an interesting kind of satire on uh, L.A. Denzians, and it's it's more or less a romantic movie where Alyssa uh, Milano falls in love with a person who has uh, has multiple sclerosis, uh, who can't really speak and can't really who talks through a, a ALS, who talks through the computer. Or maybe I'm wrong about that. I forgot what the word is. Anyway. Um, uh, where they use the uh, what Stephen Hawking had the oh, the okay. robotic voice. Yeah, that makes sense. So Alyssa Milano, just picture this: Patrick Dempsey is the, is that type of guy, and he's riding in the back of a truck, uh, helping out Alyssa Milano, who is a pool worker who works on pools all over Los Angeles, whose name is Hugo Pool. Her oh, name geez. is Hugo Pool. I'm. Or maybe that's just the name of the company, but her name's Hugo, and she does work on pools. Yeah, Hugo geez. Pool, from 1997. Can't find it anywhere, and luckily, I found it somewhere. Alrighty, uh, <laughs> after all that bullshit, let's get to um, our wonderful, fantastic uh, thing known as these John Waters movies. Okay, first up, Pink Flamingos. Yay! March... Of 1972. Now, the okay. Sorry about that. The movies that were released that year, just to give you an idea, because it's a really wild month. In March of 1972, Heat of Anger, What's Up Doc with Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill, uh, Silent Running, uh, Tokyo Story, which is a really great movie. I love that movie. Slaughterhouse Five. The Godfather came out the same weekend, the exact same weekend. So you could have seen a double feature of The Godfather, a three-hour <laughs> crime epic. Uh, the other thing that came out was uh, Whoever Slew Auntie Rue, Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, something we might want to check out, yeah, that just based on the like titles alone, yeah. and Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, which... <laughs> I, I like that. 
Here are the here are, just to give you a context of what was happening during that time, historical events that happened in March 1972. Freddie Hart and Loretta Lynn, rest rest in peace, won uh, some country music awards. Carol King, Bill Withers, Carly Simon, Isaac Hayes, Money Waters, and Bill Evans win uh, also uh, also. Um, uh, award uh, awards for the American music, and uh, March sixteenth. Yeah, I said all the things. I'm very smart. They were funny. awards for the American music. Yeah, the awards for the American music. You mean the American music awards? Yes. Um, on March sixteenth, John and Yoko were served deport uh, deportation papers. James Brown performed at Rikers Island that month. Which is an insane thing. To think. March twenty second, U.S. Congress approves the Equal Rights Amendment. It has still not been ratified. I know. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar named the NBA Most Valuable Player this month, and March thirty first, the uh, nineteen seventy two, the official Beatles fan club closes down. Two years after after the band dis- destroyed itself. All righty. So, um, overall, what is your, what is your, um, thought, what are your, what's your past with John Watt? What do you, when was the first time you saw the, uh, these two? Or let's just start with Pink Flamingos, but. Oh, know. well, I don't even remember. It was, it was years and years ago. I think the, the first John Waters movie I ever saw was Hairspray. Um, when I was a kid, they would play it on Comedy Central and I would watch it over and over and over. And I didn't really have an understanding of what camp was. But I knew that it's like, whatever this is, I like it, and I want more of it. What jumped out to you about John Waters' uh, films specifically that got you like, I'm on board with this guy, with whatever he does? I I don't know. I just, you know I like weird shit. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of my my main thing. And, you know, back before all the streaming and whatnot, there were only so many avenues to find odd things. There was like... um, independent film channel and when you can find weird things in the video store yeah yeah so it's just kind of few before and tw- few and far between where you could get like a oh priscilla queen of the desert and just anything that's just a little off a boxing helena or yeah lynchian stuff so we just really had to kind of grapple for this sort of like alternative media that's that's cool and who uh, did any any of your siblings get you uh, help get you into it your older sister or no yeah. did you find it kind of on your own no, like but my scrapping mom got me into weird movies like yeah. in general she's like that oh you sense. have to see a racer head yeah i know and th- i i i'm gonna th- uh, next time i see dana i'm gonna thank her again for that that was wonderful you made a wonderful person but yeah i mostly i got into most things like i got into most weird shit like throughout college when i was saying oh i need to See, I need to expand my mind with as much uh, uh, weird stuff and as much unusual, you know, stuff that isn't like, that isn't like thrillers. And, you know, just, I, even though that's still my bag, I, I didn't know how to feel when I first saw this movie. I, I didn't know what was going on. I, it was also like, I believe like one o'clock in the morning at like, 
yeah, film school. Yeah, that's should watch this, yes. And, like, I was like, okay, it's one o'clock. I'm done playing about six hours of video games. It's time to watch something horrific. It's time to watch something I've never seen before. Let's get into it. And How'd you get a hold of it? Did you have a DVD? Oh, no, it was, uh, I just went down to the film school library. I just oh. went through all the fucking shit, and that's how I was able to see so much obscure, strange shit. Um, oh, is that they had cool. all the, yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest, I was a bit repulsed, I was, like, shocked and repulsed, I mean, like, I mean, but I was, I was 22, so I, I mean, I was in my early 20s, I was, like, no, I had been, like, 19, I was, like, early, I was really young when I first, I was like, oh, okay, what is, okay, what, oh, all right, fine. I think that was the uh, intended reaction that Waters would have wanted from most people. It really, it really scared, really fucking fucked me up. Um, yeah, I mean, it just it, it it felt like I felt dirty watching it, and not it. And you were, you were a very dirty boy watching this. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like last week or twenty or both <laughs> or ten years ago. Uh, or 15 years ago. Jesus, it's been that long. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, after rewatching it, you can see the, uh, now as a fully, and I've seen it like two or three times, like, I, this is probably my fifth time watching the movie, mm-hmm. but, or fourth or fifth time watching the movie. And each, t- uh, each time I revisit, or each time I see this particular movie, I, you can see the artistry going there and you can see where he's going to go mm-hmm. in the next 20 30 years you can see his style it's so defined it's uh, his his autism is like very much on on stage it's very defined you know exactly what this is and how no one else is really a lot of people tried to do this and the 20 years after 30 years afterwards tried yeah. to be john waters such as harmony corinne who found his own voice as disgusting as it is but earlier on his career, he was trying to do John Waters. Uh, anyway, but there, there really isn't a plot. If you know the movie, you know the movie. He, she, uh, she uh, it's a competition between um, between Divine and what the narrator, John Waters himself, um, describes as two jealous perverts. So and they, and they are. Yeah. And one of them, I kind of. I kind of I I know you're not gonna feel offended by this. I kind of fell in love with the uh, with Mink with the red short red hair who screams her head off in the next movie. Who's yeah, just Mink a fucking great. yeah? I forgot her name. What Mink stole? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I was just so I loved I I adored her so much. <laughs> she is such a great character. I really got a lot out of her. She seems so quote unquote. She could present herself as normal to the people that she's interviewing, <laughs> and yeah, yet and I'm she sorry. Has, she has a lot of great lines in this, and um, we we all know uh, we all know that there's only one that she tries to compete with Divine, and you just can't compete with Divine. That is that's, that's why she gave herself that name so she could say I am Divine, and it's like well they're co- they're competing to be the filthiest person alive. Yeah, why one would want this. Title, I, I don't really know. Well, it's nineteen seventy two. They want to kick off the Yeah, I don't I don't know either. No, never mind. <laughs> no one sends you a I'm just gonna read some of these notes. The whole uh, all I wrote the first thing I wrote was the this whole damn family is fucked. Uh six six sex and the sucking of the toe. Egg paranoia. 
uh, was just a two words I said uh, I wrote down. Uh, the words "mother shut up." <laughs> I I it it real it still has that shocking feel because I still felt really disgusting seeing a super fat old lady in a playpen <laughs> talking like a four year old thing eating egg yes the eating egg fat lady that's it 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 felt very trailer i felt very like i needed to wash you know something my 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 genitals or something just looking (laughs) at these people and i and i know that's how i'm supposed to feel but god damn that really made me it just i the there was the there's the incest bj there's all sorts of fucking yeah, yeah. there's I such was, disgusting I was happy about the incest bj kind of didn't need to see that yeah i mean you've seen it many times since you've seen this movie many times but uh yeah i, I there was the it, there's all sorts of images that are burned in my brain that egg the egg delivery man Mary kissing and marrying the old playpen fat old lady <laughs> throughout this he entire. He wheelbarrows her off after the birthday party to get married <laughs> in a wheelbarrow. Oh, and he's having trouble doing it as well. It's just it. No, event, uh, eventually, it, you know, it becomes a, a fucking lack of a better phrase, a jerk off between two fucking disgusting pieces of shit, or like two groups of disgusting pieces of shit. Divine's group, the actual group that is worth something. Yeah, it's, and, it's Divine and her son Crackers. Mm-hmm. And I don't who know... Who she fucks, apparently. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's, and uh, not to mention the most disgusting part of the movie where there was a chicken involved. I didn't... It's yeah, still that, fucking, I wish that, I that was... That's... I can see how someone could be traumatized just looking at that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, and no shit. <laughs> you told me during the movie, like, hey, you, uh, yeah, he regrets doing this. He regrets doing this scene. Uh, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I could have done it better. Summer, so don't don't quote. Oh yeah, of course. But if it makes you feel any better, they did kill and eat the chicken. Oh yeah. Afterwards, I don't know if it makes me feel any better, but it's certainly. That's that's good. I mean, yay. I don't know, but uh, at least you're devouring all of the, you know. Yeah. Anyway, but um, it just it it if you haven't seen it, we don't want to spoil too much, but it is just that is this is the quintessential shocking piece of garbage movie that that trash masterpiece that that that's um not as good as the trash trasterpiece trasterpiece you totally missed that portmanteau moment yeah portmanteau i can point a man to my toes um the still not funny that's not i don't care i don't care you're laughing now uh but i i don't know what else is there to say it's awful it's disgusting it's really worth your time if you don't want Must to be seen to be believed even if we spoil things it's, it's if you're still if you're interested still watch it the en- the end of the movie is fucking perfect she yeah, it, it, yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> what's your political stance i'm for cannibalism i'm for murder i'm for all these terrible it's uh I, I've never seen so many. Uh, this uh, at the end, you can see where he's going to focus. That ending of where she does that, lo- uh, where Divine does that long monologue about, oh, it's you know, I believe in this violence. I believe in this type of power. It's almost like he's try. Uh, he's delving a little bit into what he really f- fully envelops him in in Desperate Living, which is you know, uh, 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 some comments on fascism. But uh, that mm-hmm. I mean that uh, that's the main thing, and I know we're trying to scrap for we're trying to find meeting and disgusting, 
you know, horse shit, but, uh, or dog shit, which is what he, she, uh, or what Divine eats at the end. But, uh, it's, there's a lot of pointed, um, there's a lot of pointed, uh, criticism about, um, uh, about people looking down on others who are not as good as them or not as like or just disgusting or just different. Yeah. And th- it, you would think they would want to hang out with each other. Mink stole in the in disgust and her disgusting guy friend, and you know, divine's posse. Yeah, that's the character name. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and uh, it's just it, it, that la- that that last burning scene where she has all these fucking <laughs> all these pressed people just saying oh what are you gonna say to america well, i think fuck america fuck everybody let's kill everybody and eat well, people what she says is, no, yeah, give me what... more questions give me and more then, questions and then the guy says well what are your political views and she says kill everyone now condone first degree murder, murder. advocate cannibalism <laughs> eat shit filth is my politics filth is my life so I think that pretty much sums up the, uh, the moral movie. of the story. And the movie, more or less. But yeah, just uh, just so you know, every time, it, 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 for those of you who are listening out there, any time that a, um, a piece of furniture rejects a friend of yours, you should just say, Hey, it rejected you! The couch! That is my favorite line from this want, movie. Do you want to contextualize that? Okay. I, I, I having trouble contextualizing that. Yeah, the, the fucking couch. Well, okay, okay so... So... Oh my gosh, okay, so the marbles want to get dirt on Divine so yeah. that they can harass her because they're just bad people on the side of doing their um, forced... Uh, baby ring where they keep women in their cellar so, have their have their uh, houseboy rape them and sell the babies to lesbian couples no it, it, it's just it's not sound advice it's just they're starting a small business you know but they shouldn't be doing that no of course not that's not even a business that's a crime it's, it's a crime multiple it's multiple crimes and uh oh but gosh. they're giving but they're giving it to lesbians it's just very disturbing Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Yes, anyway, they hire Cookie. <laughs> they hire Cookie. That's where she was doing the job interviews. Um, they hire Cookie instead of um, the other applicant at the very beginning, Sandy Sandstone, because Mink Stoll thinks she's a bit of a dullard and that there are two kinds of people, my kind of people and assholes. It's rather obvious. That reminds me of someone I know. Yeah, I know. I love that line. I'm like, I feel you. I totally feel you, Tony Marvel. Just so you know, so I can stop this, I do not advocate or think any of that stuff was a good idea. I think it was disgusting and horrifying and terrible. I'm just, it's just interesting that they're giving it to lesbian couples. I mean, like, wow, what a thing to do. But go ahead. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, after... The uh, aforementioned uh, chicken rape with Cookie. She's sort of dating crackers, I guess, mm-hmm. to get to Babs's place. There's the chicken rape scene, and she gives them the address. And they use this address to send to send Babs a present. And I love when they actually showed the address. It was a it was a Babs Johnson a trailer. Phoenix, Maryland. And it's like, you paid someone for that information? Oh, Lord. Like, you could have guessed at that. (laughs) But then what they said to her is something that Raymond says he's had for almost a year. 
And we find out once Babs open it, she says, oh my god almighty, someone has sent me a bowel movement. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus, Raymond, you had that turd for almost a year you were saving it? Why? Don't you produce them on hopefully a... A regular basis? A regular basis. Like a semi, you know... Fun Couple fact, that was Divine's turd. She shit it out, um, or he, uh, the night before to get a, a reaction. Yeah. Out of, uh, I mean, if you're not going to eat your own shit, you're going to eat someone else's shit? That doesn't seem right. You know, well, you, if I'm going to eat anybody's shit, it's going to be my own. I get that. I understand that. I don't want to be eating someone else's poop. No, well, she did that, too. Or here. a dog's pet. Yeah, I know, but I just, I don't. I don't know if I would have the balls or the temerity or the gumption to eat someone else's poop. I, I I could possibly maybe yours, but you know, I don't I wouldn't I, even allow that. Allow that? <laughs> You're not in charge of me. Well, can't you can't steal me. my poop. I'm not doing? stealing. I don't want to steal I'm your not going to give it to you. No, you're going to not... Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> if you don't, like... Here it is, Munchkin. I'm not going to... I'm going to walk out of the bathroom and not flush the toilet. Get it out of there and put it in your mouth, you fucker. No, I'm willing to do that for you this because that's not, because I'm, uh, I'm married to you. I don't you to do that for me. No, no, I'm not going to do it for you. I'm just saying that... <laughs> Who are you going to do it for? <laughs> to prove that I could. I'm just saying if, <laughs> if you asked me to... I'm not. Oh God, this is. This went to a weird place. Yeah, <laughs> I love it though. I'm happy, uh, but I'm I'm not so happy that I would eat your poop. No, I'm against. I don't want to eat. I would do it, but I'm no. not. I don't want to, and I don't no. think it's a good idea. No, I'm not. It's not I, I, I worry about. It's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. It's like it's slightly bad. You know, it's a bad idea. Just not like all the bad ideas. It's a very bad idea. Yeah, well, yeah, because I'd be in your poop, not my own poop. They're <laughs> both bad ideas. They're almost equally bad. Okay, I'm glad it's om- I'm glad you said that. Almost equally bad. Not as equal as it should be, but equally bad. Whatever. Anyway, 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 as revenge for for the turd gift, I love, no, is that what's going to be our my anniversary? No, I no, I think that's the forty five years. Forty five years being married. Here's some excrement, sweetheart. Hey, Munchkin, would you like so, to sniff on on this? So, as revenge for the turd present, yum, yum. crackers and divine. <laughs> <laughs> they they go they find the marbles home they find it through patty hitler which is a deleted scene one of their friends patty hitler dresses yeah. in a nazi regalia um <laughs> they go to the marbles home and they lick everything yeah they yep. they lick the couch they lick the dining room table and everything on it one of the best scenes and this is this is yeah of course where, where we get the ancestral bj scene um but they keep saying, yeah, this is going to work. This is totally going to work. And I'm like, I, I had forgotten because I hadn't seen it for so long. I'm like, what's going to work? What's going to happen? Do you have magical saliva? But they were right. It did work. Connie sat on the couch and it rejected her. And then the chair rejected Raymond. So their saliva caused their furniture to reject them. And that is what you were alluding to. Yes, that's what ago. I was alluding to about like five minutes ago before we started talking about eating poop and how much it would be a uh, dedication to our relationship if I did it more often. Now, uh, <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Let's catch it. 
dog shit. It's human shit. Anyway, uh, I I am enjoying every moment of this. But yeah, what if you haven't seen it? Where have you been? And oh. if you have seen it, please watch it again if you want to throw up. Yeah. Oh, that that reminds me. Uh, a few of her. Uh... She does finally have a birthday party. Boy, these people have a lot of friends. There's like 50 people there. They're yeah. all hanging out. Fucking jealous. Yeah, doing poppers with this very, very, very long... The problem is, is that we don't eat shit. So we <laughs> oh, don't I have this many friends. I thought you were going to say the problem is we don't have any poppers. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can get poppers. I, I don't think so. I don't think... You can get, I can't anymore. get poppers anymore? I mean, I can get marijuana down the fucking street. Are you saying I can't get poppers? I think they're illegal, Oh my sweetie. god. And they, I think they give you brain damage. For shame. Yeah. But um, a couple of her birthday presents when she was opening, I clocked. There was um, a pack of cigarettes. Yes. Some fake puke. Mm-hmm. This gnarly, like, battle axe thing. Mm-hmm. And a pig's head. Yeah. Yeah. And she was pleased as punch with all of them. Yeah. Bless her heart. Well, uh... If I uh, got you one of those four things for our anniversary, um, how about it? I wouldn't need that, please. Maybe that. Hey, guess what, Miranda? I didn't. Don't worry. All right, I'm not. I'm not putting poop in a pillbox. Um. <laughs> oh Lord. All righty. All right. Really well, th- this has been fun. This is exciting. But you got it. I mean, you don't have to see it. It's not It's not my favorite of his old movies. The next movie is now my official favorite of all of his old movies. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. This is what the podcast is. We introduce each other to different movies we've never seen that we enjoy. But, um, yeah, it was... <laughs> I also wrote down, just get your saliva glands going. You know... <laughs> Yeah, that's what she said to crackers. I these people's names, nothing. Uh, no Julia, no Emerald. Well, Connie no, and Raymond are pretty normal. Yeah, Connie and Raymond. Those are words. There's Divine is I've going heard. by yeah. Babs Johnson, um, but yeah, crackers. Yeah, um, cotton. Is you can the tell other that they're disgusting woman. by their names. Cookie is Cookie. the spy. Uh, fucking for shame, have your name be Cookie. What a wonderful name for a fucking shitty person. Uh, but yeah, it was great. It, no, not a shitty person. Whatever. But um, yeah, I haven't seen this in years, and I really enjoyed rewatching. Had a time. I actually re enjoyed rewatching this. What'd you say? We had a time. We had a time. A time. Um, let's get to the next uh, movie in our double feature: Desperate Living from 1977. The same uh, same weekend. The uh, same weekend, uh, the first Star Wars came out. Oh, that makes sense. A New Hope came out the same weekend as as Desperate Living, as well as Smokey and the Bandit. So imagine seeing, yeah, I don't start. I don't know what would make a better double feature: Star Wars and then Desperate Living. Or Smokey and the Bandit. That would be an interesting night. Let's just get into the movie, and we'll put some more information about this letter uh, later. I adored this goddamn thing, and I loved every fucking second of it. Start. We start off with Mink, and she's fucking screaming her head off, and f- filled with fucking anxiety, like a you know unhinged Trump supporter. It was fucking great. Let's let's yeah. But uh, do you want to? 
So, okay, so this is one of your this is your favorite movie and now my favorite of the 70s movies, of, yeah. of of John Waters. So, why don't you tell uh, why don't you uh, t- uh, tell me a little bit about I mean tell me what how you feel about this, you know, tell me about how you feel about this movie. <laughs> I I really like this movie. It's really fun. I think it's kind of a more matured version of um I mean, not a, not a different version of Pink Flamingos, but you can just, you can really see how his style had matured, because some... And his characters have gotten, like, much stronger, as far as, Yeah, like, just more evolved, like, in Pink Flamingos. Some of the scenes just really kind of went on for overly long, and he has a much more um, sharp touch with editing on this one, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I was actually surprised to see that Mink still didn't get top billing. She was her name was second. Second, it's insane. To Liz Renee, I, I, I can't, I can't get over how amazing this was. I'm so glad that I got it on DVD. This is by far one of the most insane, fun movies I have seen. And to think that it came out the same weekend as Star as the original Star Wars, just. Yeah, it's a real. So you can tell how much more polished this is, like straight up from the title sequence. Yeah, it's yeah. an unseen person putting together a um, a, you know, a, a fancy dinner plate dinner with, plate, with yeah. wine and goblets and whatnot. But then we see, as in very John Waters style, it is a fried rat. Yeah, which I think is probably an homage. That's how to... I want my rats. Yeah, you gotta fry them. I don't. Are you gonna do boil them? No, it's it doesn't take. Most it, uneat all quote unquote uneatable things should be fried so they can. If you're gonna eat something that's quote unquote uneatable, yeah, the best way to make it you know easy easily you know edible is you put a little hot sauce, you put a little salt, you, and you deep fry the motherfucker. And then once you deep fry it, it just tastes like deep fried. It doesn't really taste like it. Doesn't know. taste like rat. Well, it still tastes like rat. Just tastes like deep fried rat like you know crab rangoon still is isn't it the outside is very fried isn't it yes babe the outside of crab rangoon is fried (laughs) this is great we should talk about this more often yes indeed um oh yeah anyway i think the fried rat is kind of a nod to whatever happened to baby jane yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That's a, what a great fucking thing to think about. My gosh. Well, well it makes sense, right? Remember yeah. Because Betty Davis serves Joan Crawford. Yeah. A rat. That's that's great. I and mean, apparently that was supposed to be the um the poster um advertising the film before it came out, but the New York Times would not print it. Yeah. So they had to do a different one. Fucking failing New York Times. Yeah. Uh, the not this is what this is why people don't. Like so it. yeah, we we see um, Peggy Minkstool's character, her husband talking to her psychiatrist. She was just let out of an asylum of some kind. She's screaming at the kids. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm going, but yeah, yeah. And how he says your wife is one of the most neurotic women I've ever examined, and we see this to be true. Yes, she is fucking nuts. She is. Screaming at children from her top, from her top, uh, fucking from room. Her win- from her window. From her window. Yeah, because they're outside playing baseball, and one of the baseballs comes through the window, and you know the kid says, "I'm sorry, Mrs. Gravel, I'll pay for it with my allowance." And she screams at the top of her lungs. This is such a good performance by Mick. <laughs> I soul. love her. It's so great. She says, "How about my life? Do you get enough allowance to pay for that? I know you tried to kill me. Go home to your mother. Doesn't she ever watch you?" 
communist daycare center. Tell your mother I hate her. Tell your mother I hate you. <laughs> it's like, fuck, lady. It's I want to hang out with this lady. Oh, oh my gosh, she's such a Karen. <laughs> then right after, right after that, you know, another mild inconvenience where um, she answers the phone and it's the wrong number. And she says, you dialed the wrong number. How can you ever repay the 30 seconds you have stolen from my life? I hate you, your husband, your children, and your relatives. <laughs> it's like she's just utterly batshit. And it's amazing. It really is amazing. And it really just reminded me so many of Trump's, so many of Trump's, so many Trump supporters act like this. So many fucking crazy people. Yeah, she's people. a very, very classist bitch, this woman. <laughs> classist bitch. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, she goes downstairs, finds her kids naked, playing doctor, which I don't think you could get away with this today. No, no, you can't I mean, see it was that. actually a fairly innocent scene, but these children were... And then she went to the place where some people would go now, like, you're going to have sex with each other. Stop it. Get away from each other. You disgusting. What she she says is, nude, nude, nude. You could be pregnant. I never thought you'd rape your own sister. Oh, God, the children are having sex. I want to. I love it's 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 uh, yeah. Fucking only John Waters could could turn an empathetic <laughs> lens towards one of the most fucking insane. Well, I don't know how empathetic this this movie is toward Peggy, especially. Well, tur- uh, yeah. As the movie goes along, she gets what's fucking gummed to her. No, yeah. uh, that's bad. And then, I and then we say meet that. Griselda. The husband is hassling Griselda, who I think is either her nurse or her maid. I, Thinking, I, I thought it was the maid. I thought it was the maid. She was wearing nurse shoes, so maybe, maybe I think she says, "Yeah, I'm not your maid anymore." When when they leave. Um, and the husband, being a dick, you know, is hassling her, thinking that she's stealing booze. Yes, you're st- stealing booze from my own home. Yeah, that doesn't And he, and he tries to sense. take her purse, and she's, she's like, don't you know a man's never supposed to look in a lady's handbag? I don't want no white man looking at my tampax. Okay, um, but is that <laughs> true? Yes! You don't look in someone's purse unless they tell you to. <laughs> A purse is, is like your your private. I know, I, I know, baby. I know. I just these these are so some of the most. I'm curious to whether or not these lines are written or where these. You oh, know. Th- this has John Waters all over it. Yeah, you know I just wanted to double check. Yeah, this. yeah. It's just so it's just so pitch perfectly done, and so uh, the the lines in here are so sharp and smart and hilarious. Yeah, I wrote I wrote down one of my. One of my fucking notes just says, The kill was incredible, sitting on him. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. since Peggy's freaking out, the husband's trying to shoot her up with something to sedate her. And she she whacks him with like a, I think it was a broom, and then breaks a bottle over his head. It's like, oh, he, Griselda, he's trying to kill me. And it's like, you just freaking whacked him and broke a bottle on him. Yeah. the other way around, crazy lady. <laughs> so Griselda comes in and, and, yes, sits on the husband's head, suffocating him, so he dies. And that is, we haven't seen that in a movie in a long time. I don't think, uh, I can't remember or think of another time where, even in the numerous, many, 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 many horror movies we've watched together, I don't think I can ever recall a death like that in a horror movie or any death movie. Death by sitting? Death by sitting. I, don't, I can't, not that I can recall. Ass killer? No, there's no ass killer. 
you know, get on with my ass. Um, which is, you know, you know, get on that. Yeah, so then they're, they're murderesses. Jesus. They have to go on the run. And I love it when they're driving. <laughs> Ming Stoll says, why'd you tell me to go this way? You know I hate nature. Look at these disgusting trees taking up my oxygen. It's like, she just, could, she just couldn't be a worse person. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of with her or some of this shit. This is fucking hilarious. It's so great. Uh, yeah. Once they get, then they go on the run. Oh no, we just killed your husband. We gotta leave. Ah, we gotta leave. Ah. Yeah. And on their way, they run into the the motorcycle cop, played by, I'm, I shit you not, Turkey Joe. Yeah. That's how he is credited. I believe at, uh, after this, uh, at some point, he became the um head of the Baltimore Film Commission. Oh, that's so, nice. So an IMDb trivia. That's great. Um, uh, did oh, yeah. cop making, I wrote down, cop making himself squeal and eek with delight, writhing with passion. Yeah, after he steals their <laughs> underwear and puts them on. <laughs> puts them on. First, Griselda's giant, just massive tent-sized granny panties, and then, uh, and then um, Peggy's panties that are that are too tight. Yeah, it's it was really. He, yeah, he force kisses them. Yeah, that yeah, that's not something you should do as, yeah, as a police SA officer. Warning, that's, yeah, that, that's not good. Uh, and tells them to go to Mortville, where people like that belong. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be horrible and disgusting and like, dis- and just an awful human being and get away with it, go to Mortville, which is. Yeah, it, it, and of course, when we finally get it, this whole play, it's such a great comment on fascism and living in a particular fascist type of society when they finally get there. But I'm going, I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah, is uh, no, this is where they get. To, this is where they get to Mortville. They have to go on foot. They just leave the car there. Yeah, I also wrote down right wife who murdered someone with dog food after coming home to chaos. That's it's hilarious. Yeah, that, yeah, we'll anyway, get to that. that we'll was, get to that. that was anyway. Fluffy. Yeah, but um, yeah. Once they get to the actual, uh, once uh, they they start walking, and then they just uh, all right. I got a yeah, little. Yeah, and they come up. to Mortville, this like just bizarro shanty town. And yeah, according to IMDb trivia again, um, the extras, all the the Mortvillians, were mainly homeless people that they had busted, and yeah. they had to try and um, shoot very quickly to keep them from just wandering off. So I'm guessing they weren't even paying them. Yeah. Well. I mean, when it, yeah. Shoestring budget. Don't need to pay a homeless person. No. No, it's terrible. No, but uh, I uh, it it that felt very authentic. That felt very real. That very, felt very organic. That entire type of place. And there's places all over the United States like that in real life that are just like, hello, yes, we're out here being homeless and doing nothing, and we have our own fucking spot. So then they meet Mole and Muffy, and they rent a room from them. Mole and Muffy. I... <laughs> Mole, the, yeah, hyper butch, um, and Muffy, who's very much a, um, kind of a, a blonde siren sex Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi. I love being out here. I'm a man in a... Wo- I'm a... I'm a woman in a man's body. He's a man. He's a woman in a man's body. Ah, uh, God damn it! Yeah, it's just uh, that that couple's great. Yeah, I really yeah. like them a it's, lot. Um, Susan Lowe and Liz Renee, and they're both just great in this. It's so much fun. Oh, and then they they once they kind of get settled, um, Queen Carlotta's leather daddy henchmen come and take them away to tell them about the rules of Mortville and give them. Uh, 
makeover, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it is. It's a. It's a. It's a very. Uh, Jesus, it's a very strange makeover. I, yeah, I can... Griselda, this um, very large, <laughs> very large black lady, um, she ends up in this sort of uh, like lime green um, ballet dress with a, yeah. with a massive tutu, which is just bizarre. However, I will say... I like it. You uh, like it? <laughs> no, that, that was bizarre. But what they put Peggy in was this kind of like these tight pink pants and this off the shoulder. Yeah, that was thing. cool. I was like, yeah, I, I would wear that. Uh, that That's certainly something that you would wear. Yeah. yeah and this like really so. like, I think it's a silver shiny jacket. I'm like, I would, I would rock that outfit. <laughs> Although they dyed her hair black and put it in a slick back ponytail. I'm not sure why, but you know, yeah, uh, well, it's a Mortville way. Uh, more, yeah. Mortville way. Yeah. They, um, it, it, I also, you look more, much more like a, um, person who uh, is ready to get things you look like a foot soldier she looked like a foot soldier ready to do shit for other er, for other people higher than her when she was all dressed up like that at least in my opinion oh she well, looked like a fucking opinion that yeah anyway but um it's uh yeah i really i really enjoyed how they um the, uh, the the costumes in this movie are fucking fantastic yeah. up and down for every fucking character some of it felt like their own clo- some of it felt like some of their own clothes because it fits so perfectly but yeah anyway um oh uh, yeah it's such so queen, low budget i wouldn't be surprised if some of it was oh people like to clothes. use their own clothes yeah that would make sense and queen carlotta Played again by Edith Massey, Edie the Egg Lady. Edie the Egg Lady. God, this is the role she should have been. This is playing more or less Donald Trump. <laughs> more or less. Not to hit it too much with the T guy. With the guy starts his with his his last name starts with T. But yeah, she is fat. She is on. Uh, she wants every. She wants what she wants, and she wants it goddamn now. And she want. She rules with a fucking iron fist. She has boys. She has like young boys or strapping and have like slightly small to medium penises just fucking fucking her and saying, oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, this is what you get for arousing royalty. Spank, spank. Spank, spank. And she's very small. She's very, yeah. yeah she's she looks like a fucking roly-poly of all things. <laughs> that rest in peace. Roll it. Yes, rest in peace, roly-poly. Oh, my God. No, uh, but, um, yeah. And then they just... They hang out there for a little bit, and then, uh, yeah. And Queen Carlotta has a daughter, Princess Cuckoo, yeah. by Mary and Vivian Pierce, or Mary Vivian Pierce, excuse me, who played Cotton in Pink Flamingos. Yeah. And she is in love with, apparently, with, I guess, um, a oh, garbage yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like, this. She's not a, he's not a garbage man. He just picks up trash at the nudist colony. Like, <laughs> for fun? Okay. No, you're not getting paid for that shit? Jeez, that's embarrassing. And yeah, we do eventually go to the nudist colony and they're just playing volleyball. They didn't have to... Um, Participate in backwards day since they don't don't wear clothes. Yeah, exactly. Le- I mean, that's a that's a loophole. Yeah, but you still have to walk. Ar- uh, my question is, do you still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They some people were walking around backwards naked, weren't they? Or am I making that up? Yeah, probably. It was the royal pro- the proclamation scene, yeah. of backwards day. That's what I thought I saw, but I could be. I don't know if I could handle that. Do you think you could handle that? No, just like, even for one day. Just like the one guy says to Mole, "This backwards day, some shit, ain't it?" 
Yeah, that is some shit. It's just now, I, I would be able to do it if it, if I stayed here in the house. But then no. But you wouldn't have to if you stayed in the house, babe. Yeah, that's right. You silly munchkin. Unless you know we were being monitored from inside the home. Inside. And the she home. said it. That was um, for the amusement of the tourists. Who the hell goes on vacation? To- and then is amused by that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Like, oh, this is amusing. They're all walking backwards. I think that's amusing. Don't you, Lorraine? Yes, I do. I think it's amusing. I think it's also amusing. My name's Daryl. No one thinks it's amusing. Okay, so let's get into uh, the backstories. They they ask how Mole and Muffy got to Mortville. And you hear Muffy's story first about how she was... um, She's like, I wasn't always like this. Of course, I was always visually stunning. (laughs) But I was married to a man, had a baby Freddy... And so we see her in a flashback getting back from a uh, a cocktail party, I think it was, and like her husband's wasted and they're fighting and she goes to find like there these kids are partying at her house. I would be pissed too. Yeah. This is like unacceptable. And then the babysitter is naked banging her boyfriend in her bed and she's like, Where's my baby? And the babysitter's like, I don't know, I'm tripping. I think it's in the kitchen. I'm tripping. And yes, the baby was not only in the kitchen, it was in the refrigerator. And that's where you, it, it, just for future reference to the people who are listening, don't do that. Yeah, they, and it's like, oh, I know John Waters is, is nuts and will go to like crazy lengths for his films, but he put that child in a refrigerator. I'm sure it wasn't in there for very long, but I'd kind of like, 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 like to hear that kid's Probably only about ten those. minutes, right? Well, um, the one used in the movie was take two, so... Mm. So probably about ten minutes. ten minutes? That's way too long for anyone to be in a refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. Babies. Especially babies, though. They're, they're much more important than uh, they are. Uh, save the children. Well, but, I hope it wasn't plugged in and on. No, I think Miranda, I doubt that it was plugged in. Whether or not it was on, it's... But I think I think the light was on. Hopefully they just used some other sort of light because I would feel better. <laughs> yeah, but don't do... Uh, again, don't do that. Yeah, I, don't, don't put it don't in the hottest spot in your home, which is the microwave. And don't put it in the coldest spot, which is the fridge. Also, you don't want baby smell on your milk. Um, then you have baby milk smell. If you put a human being, let's say you put a human being in a fridge, and I like where this is going. This is a good podcast so far. Uh, if you put this, a human being or a baby in a fridge. A human it, being or a baby. Okay. A, baby, they're, not, they're not humans until, you know, they start paying attention to me. Now, the, uh, that's awful. But no, they, um, it, everybody has a smell, and especially if you don't fucking you know, clean it all the time and you just leave it in there for a long period of time, it's going to smell. The baby or the milk? The, 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 of course, the baby. I'm talking about the baby. We all know what happens to milk. It, disgust, it gets disgusting. But, you know, if if a baby is not taken care of and just thrown in the refrigerator like a fucking, you know, Which like you a useless baby. Yeah, no, yes, 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 yes. But no, I'm pro-abortion and also pro no, I'm not. They, uh, I'm pro. Kill the baby before it comes out of your hoo ha. All right. Don't kill it by throwing it in a fridge. Oh, much again. Baby, that's not actually happening. I'm just making the shit up. Basically, what we saw in the movie. It's not real. But anyway, that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to move on from baby throwing in the fridge, Munchkin. Let's stay on track. No, she, she... <laughs> 
takes the baby out of the fridge, thankfully, yeah. and that's when she puts all the canned dog food in the bowl and shoves the babysitter's face into it, drowning her in the dog food. See, that's that's great. That is great. Like, I, I'm still known as the dog food killer. I could never go back. I'd be too embarrassed. Yeah, but, you know, that's something to put on your resume, not, you know, and, and you took your baby out of the fridge, so you're not known as the baby killer threw his baby in the fridge. That'd be the other person. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then... Um, <laughs> Mole's backstory was she was a wrestler. Wrestler, the whole wrestling had career, Jesus Christ. The best woman's wrestling outfit ever. Yeah. It had like a full frilly vulva right yeah. on the front of it. It was huge. As most of them should. Most wrestling costumes should have a frilly vagina right on the fucking front. Vulva, babe. Vulva? I hardly knew her. Go ahead. I've driven plenty of them. Uh, yeah, and then she, she killed the guy she was wrestling, so she had to go to a. I think she didn't. She just break a chair over his head or something. Yep. It was it was a less interesting. Less interesting. No baby throwing in pe- in refrigerators. Yeah, uh, no throwing of the babies in the fridge. Uh, but yeah, I, I became at this point. I became so entranced. I put down just like phrases I heard throughout the movie. So the next thing it just says that little mf. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I think that's what Queen Carlotta says about Coco uh, yeah. or Cuckoo. I'm sorry, Cuckoo. Yes, let's get the names um, right. When she when she runs away to the nudist colony to find her boyfriend, and then Queen Carlotta. Yeah, I know. It's like there's plenty of cursing and nudity in this, but let's not say motherfucker. That little <laughs> laugh. It's just funny. <clears throat> I just I I'm just I'm, I'm just I I love I love our queen. She is so fucking great. I love our fascist queen. I I adore her so much. Yeah. My favorite scenes in this movie are with her. It's I'm sorry. It's oh well. The favorite all this entire movie is nothing but my favorite scenes. But. Yeah, she has some great line readings too. Like I loved it during Backwards Day when Mole throws um just a, a mud ball on her and it's her right in the head and she just goes, God damn it, who threw that? Damn it. Just the line reading was really funny. I, I think. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's because it feels so authentic. A lot of these feel so <laughs> authentic about like when you get into an argument or when you get into a fight or when somebody something happens to you. It in other movies it feels so fucking fake. Oh, ouch! I hurt my you know. But the line readings and how people are acting in this they actually seem like the people it doesn't seem like they're actors that's the greatest thing about john waters movies that they actually it, you're actually feeling like you're being transported to a time and place where all of this is 100% fucking real because they do it so straightforward and stark they don't he doesn't do whole uh, like my king he doesn't do a whole bunch of like abstract shit um, which I enjoy, but there's, uh, yeah, it, it's much more stark, much more just right here. This is it. These are these screwed up people. No, I'm not going to do any weird visual stuff. I'm just going to show these very screwed up people and how fucking hilarious and awesome they are as people. But, um, yeah, I'd be curious to see how many, what Gen Z and, uh, and, uh, younger people would think of either one of these movies. Yeah, actually, that would be interesting. Just plop them like plop them in front of a fucking movie theater and see if they can handle it they're so extreme so badass uh anyway but um 
I just wrote some things down. Oh, I'm a normal person. She only cares about my mind. That's a great. Anyway, I have no desire to be a loose person. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. But um, another great line from Queen Carlotta when one of her leather daddies is just getting naked for her and dancing very awkwardly. I might add. Yeah, <laughs> he he feels kind of uncomfortable to it <laughs> yeah, for says, his queen. She says, "Strip faster. Let's see some private areas." <laughs> No, let's see some dick. Let, just let's see some yeah, private areas. Yeah. I mean, God. Guy, he only has a couple. There's Which, only yeah. There's like only two. Just, yeah, and he's just very lackadaisical about the whole thing. <laughs> and then when he gets closer, she goes on, on and on about he has some weird odor and that he needs to wash better. And he's like, I wash every day, Your Majesty. And she's like, Well, wash harder. It's wash like, harder. It's so rude and bizarre. <laughs> yeah, you don't do that during sex. You do it afterwards or before. You don't. God damn! Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't do that. So yeah, <laughs> Queen Carlotta has her leather daddies kill um kill Princess Cuckoo's boyfriend, and then they take her back to the uh, castle. And Queen Carlotta says, "You'll be raped by my soldiers, injected with rabies, and thrown into the streets of Mortville." Because no, that's what she was talking to the guy about while he was stripping. Is that um. To I guess control the population. Yeah, that's that's how we do. Yeah. They were gonna inject them with bat rabies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it sounds like a plan. I I uh, it's it's now pronounced ivermectin. And then the plot twist is Peggy Peggy Fink's on them. Oh that oh that's right. Princess Cuckoo was staying at um, Mole and Muffy's place. They were like hiding her out, and then um, Peggy bitch that she is Fink's on them. <laughs> And says, you know, yeah. we have the princess come get her. Yeah. And that's that's how it happens. And then she ends up, you know, working for Queen Carlotta because she wants to be part of the fascism. She says, dealing with the poor is a waste of time. Only the rich should be allowed to live. Yeah. To which she replies, oh, I like your politics, Mrs. Gravel. So I think this is, this is a big <laughs> plot point in the moral of this story. Yeah. I want a wiener. I want it now. <laughs> No, she says, I want a wang, and I want a wang now. I want a wang, and I want a wang now. I want a... <laughs> when, um, yeah, when Mole goes to the, um, the, uh, I think they just call it, like, a sex change hospital. Yeah. I don't think it was... The gender- sex change hospital. Was, was, it gen- was it gender reassignment? Is that, I'm not sure if that's... It's called sex change that. hospital. No. It, was, it was something of that nature. The hospital where you do the sex change. And she and she forces the doctor to give her a sex change at knife point. Cutting of the dick. Yeah. Yeah. So she she goes back home. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, they had stolen a uh, lottery ticket from Peggy and yeah. Zelda. And it won. And they had, to, they had to go to some sort of, like, underground underground to find a newspaper. Um, because newspapers aren't allowed to work. No, no, they shouldn't because be. Because reading, reading is anti-fascism. Against, yeah. And that's how, she, that's how she had the money. So she brought Muffy, you know, a nice, a nice dress and a bra and stuff. And like, Which oh, is very nice. I mean, these are all, they're being decent to each other. I mean, yes, it's a nice thing to do for your girlfriend. And she's like, but the real present is right here. And it's a very, very strange um, penis. rubber penis. Rubber penis. It does, it's not a real one. I mean, as far as I know. No. It doesn't look like any penises I've seen in my life. Sure. Yeah, I think gender reassignment surgery has come a long way since. Yeah, uh, again, again. But so 
She did, she's not it. They're not. Oh, here it is. And she's like, oh. she's horrified. Yeah, like ah. She is scared to death, and she says, "Get rid of it." And she does. She cuts it off with scissors. Yeah. She's like, oh, I won't have anything. It'll be like I have a Barbie crotch. And it's like, well, yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's hap- That's what happens when you do this type of. <laughs> that's what happens when you go to the sex change hospital, and not the gender reassignment, uh, you know, surgery at a actual hospital rather than a. Babe, it's the same thing. It's just a different terminology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gee whiz. Gee whiz. So, yeah, so... She's whiz. So Peggy is working for Queen Carlotta, and she's dressed like Maleficent now in yep. front of a giant cauldron yep. with the um, with the bat pus rabies uh, serum and said, let's add some rat piss for good luck, something like that. Yeah, because, yeah, that'll be helpful. Rat piss and your rabies, yes. Hey, the rat piss might kill the rabies. It might totally backfire. Yeah, but yeah, that that's a good question. What is more powerful, bat rabies or you know, or rat? I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna. Have, I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, but <laughs> the rabies is injected in the butt. That was really rough to watch. That was that was something that I did not. That is kind of burned in my brain. Yes, but it does have a happy ending, like most John Waters movies do. Yeah, someone got shot in the butt. Yes, <laughs> like, like a literal shot in the butt. So the townspeople come together for an insurrection. They're going to overthrow Queen Carlotta mm-hmm. and her new henchwoman. And, and I love it. So, yeah, Mole takes the gun, puts it in Peggy's butt, and Peggy says, A single gunshot can never destroy the beauty of fascism. <laughs> It, See, that's a great line. Yeah. That is a great yeah, line, exactly. and I don't know why that isn't a meme right now. Yeah, I know, it's that okay. should be that ri- in today's political society. I do not know why that is not on the internet on a regular basis. Just seeing, or as a gift, just seeing that entire fucking thing, yeah. and then just seeing the butt explode with blood. I know that would probably be a little bit too extreme, but not for Reddit. Um, yeah, and and then they're all ha- yeah they're they're having a a, a big. You know, we killed fascism in Morville party, and they bring out a Queen Carlotta, who's now dead, and she's dressed as a giant, like, turkey dinner. Yeah. Turkey rack of lamb type of thing, so they are now going to eat, eat her. her. yeah. Also known as... Condone cannibalism. Condone, condoning and uh, experiencing cannibalism. So we came full circle. Yeah, exactly. We came full circle, yeah, exactly. The other things I wrote down was just... My saliva tastes funny. What do you want, slut? These are the things I wrote down. Just, uh, I wrote down this is true feminist cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Made, written, and directed by a man, yes. Yeah, but it, it, it feels... Re- this. He puts so much care and thought yeah. and, you know, r- real care, real thought, real interesting quirks into every single one of his characters, and that's why... That's one of the reasons why it's so indelible, why it, you know, mm-hmm. it holds on, why it still has power right now. That and pl- the extremist, interesting, fucked up satire ideas in this. It just, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, this movie was uh, is awesome. If uh, I would suggest sitting down and trying to find both of them for tonight, if you really are into the disgusting and have actually never heard of them, which is kind of strange. But if you've never heard of John Waters and you're into the fucking awful shit, uh, this has been Michael James Benson and Miranda Mobley.
Uh, and this has been uh, Top Notch Nonsense. Thank you very much. Okay.